welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. And the quote of the day, I must, before I die, find some way to say the essential thing that is in me that I have never said yet. And that deep thought was brought to you by Bertrand Russell. Talking about your final wishes and deciding on your final wishes can be hard. So we're going to talk a little bit about some steps that you can take one at a time and a folder that you can build with one step at a time and build everything and put it into a folder and then be able to take that folder with you when you set your arrangement time with the funeral director to be able to go in and have that conversation with the funeral director. So let's talk about these things one step at a time. A couple that should be fairly easy first decisions that you will be making would be first your religious preferences. Yeah, I know I said that was supposed to be easy. It will be fairly easy if you have that conversation with your children or your next of kin before you pass away because afterwards that leaves all of your personal, spiritual, religious beliefs open to interpretation by your family. And so take a moment and on a piece of paper, just jot down your religious preferences. And we'll talk a little bit about more what some of those rituals and things might look like. The second decision that's fairly easy, if you make that decision first, is burial or cremation. And if you're not quite sure then do some research on it, make some phone calls, and find out what those two different things entail. But we usually what I tell people is, is if you if there's not a religious preference, meaning maybe maybe a particular religion says that you should not be cremated and you should only be buried, then cremation and burial pretty much come down to a personal preference and finances. And the personal preference is, is if you're if you're if you're concerned about cremation and what it does, and that it, you're reduced to ashes, then burial is the thing that you want to select. If there's not a concern there, especially if you're kind of one of those people that said, you know, after I'm gone, I don't care. Well, then financially, if, especially if there's financial hardships there, cremation is definitely less expensive. And I've actually sat in arrangements where children have looked at me and said, well, is there a difference in cost? And and I always tell people, not trying to influence them, but what I tell them is the most expensive urn is less expensive than your cheapest, least expensive casket. And that generally lets people get a pretty good idea. There's there's thousands of dollars of differences between cremation and burial. Your final resting place. 
a great thing to do would be jot it down. And we'll talk a little bit about different resting places and where you can go. One of the things that come up in your when we're talking to the next of kin about the death certificate is what is the occupation that would describe your loved one the best. So put down. I mean, I've held different jobs throughout my life. I've had different careers throughout my life. And what would I write down or what do I want down? Because you can only usually jot down one thing, which is the one occupation that describes you the best. And then maybe the last thing to do as you're getting as you're just getting started is to whether you want to have a celebration of life or whether you want a traditional memorial service or a traditional funeral service. So let's go through some of those guiding questions. So as you're talking about specific funeral rituals, what is it that you would like to have followed? So for example, a rosary. One of the last things to talk about on your first easy decisions that you should make is if you have any uh, memorial requests, meaning would you want to have anything contributing in memory of you? Like, for example, maybe the um, Humane Society or maybe a particular cause that uh, you were passionate about or hospice or something something along those lines. So like if so you see those things in the in the obituaries that says in lieu of flowers, please you know, make a contribution and memory to the following locations. So maybe you can put some of those things down. So as we're moving into guiding questions uh, for your decisions, let's talk about funeral rituals. What would you like to have followed? And so if there's some specific rituals that you want to have followed, maybe like a rosary, maybe you want to make sure that there's a committal prayer, maybe you want to have a visitation, uh, a lot of people say, if I look good, go ahead and have an open casket and have a visitation. If I don't, close it. Make sure you write that down. You know, so some people really don't want to have people come up and look at their body after they're dead. Other people are like, hey, if I look good, go ahead. But um, some other things, for example, if you want to have a traditional funeral or if you want to have a celebration of life or if there's a particular person that you want to have Maybe speak at your service. Uh, are there particular hymns or songs that you want to have? Uh, those kinds of things uh, that you can write down. Again, preference, burial or cremation. But when you get to that burial question, do you want to be below ground? Do you want to be above ground? You know, in a mausoleum. Do you want to be buried at sea? You know, all of those are options for burial. If it's cremation... Again, do you want to have some of those cremated remains placed in a in a in a, a spot in the ground or in a niche so that there's a place for people to go if they want to come visit and leave flowers that type of thing? Maybe you want to be scattered at a, a favorite fishing area. Uh, jot those things down and and have that conversation. A couple other things is um would you like to have flowers at your funeral? Or maybe you would prefer to have a living memorial, like a, like a memorial tree planted instead of flowers. Again, we talked about charities. Would you like to have some money donated to a particular charity? Those are all things to put down as you're going through and, and putting down your thoughts and ideas for your final arrangements. 
And you're putting all of these down and putting it all into a little folder so that you can take it with you. So once you've gone through some of those first early stage decisions, then the next step is to collect and put together all of the things that you, maybe you've already done. Like, for example, maybe you already have an arrangement with a cemetery or a particular funeral home. Uh, we've had people making phone calls and saying, hey, my mom has passed away. I know she made some arrangements. I have no idea where they are. You're the main funeral home in Lincoln County. Did she do it with you? And then we have to go pull those records and take a look. And something that's even more of a, of a shame is when somebody passes away. Let's say, for example, they moved out of the area and then they passed away somewhere else. And we still have in a folder, in a filing cabinet, their information. And they passed away a couple of years ago. And maybe it's even pre, pre-funded. And so the money hasn't been lost. It wasn't used. And so we would be refunding that money to the estate. But make sure that you, if you've done something, for example, my wife and I have already purchased plots and, and an outer, you know, a vault and a marker and all that kind of stuff at a cemetery. It's in our, fi- it's in our folder and in our file. And our kids need to know that because if one, if we do pass away, they, especially if we both pass away in a car wreck or something, it's already taken care of. And so those are things to make sure that you have put together and collected and put into one folder. Another thing is if you have a life insurance policy that's covering your final expenses, best thing is to take a photocopy of the front page of that life insurance policy and put it in that folder because it has the number, it has the value, and it has the name of the insurance company and a contact number so that they can go ahead and file a claim for you if you've passed away. Get a photocopy of your military paperwork if you served. The best thing to have is like a DD-214 or an honorable discharge because with that, it has your information and they can start looking up your information to get military honors. Another thing to do is if you, if you have it, you could always take a, fo- a copy of your will. And then maybe you might need to update your will while you're doing this. And we do have a Facebook interview that we've done that you can go to our Facebook page and click on the special interview that was done with Brian Haggerty, who's a local attorney here and who does trusts and works with families and estate planning. So take a look at that if you've got any questions on that. And you can also take a look at one of our previous podcasts that talk about that because I believe we, so we stripped out the audio from that interview, from that video interview, and put it on a podcast. So you can also click on that as well. Whichever funeral home you're going to be going to, and we have this at our funeral home, if you go to our, if you go to our website, you can go and you can fill out all your prearrangement information on that website and then click send, and then it's already done. And then we print those out and we create a folder and place it in the folder. And in that, it, you can let them know if you want to be contacted or not. And a lot of times it says no need to contact, just want information on file. That's great. We take it, we print it, we put it into a folder. And if that person passes away in our county and we are selected to be used, we can pull that file because we check on everybody to make sure that they just see if they have something on file with us. And then you can have all the information already taken care of right there. So starting the talk, having that conversation. So once you have all that information put together into a little folder, 
invite any person that you need to to have that conversation with and and please always just at, at least do it with one person so that there's one person around that knows that you've you've already put together some information. You can create an outline of what you want to talk about. Start small. You know, a lot of times this is hard and hard conversations especially if you're doing this with a granddaughter. If you're having a conversation and it's a little bit difficult, start start easy, start small. Just say, "Hey, you know, I'm starting to get a little older and I just want to make sure somebody knows and I'd like you to have some of that information. You can even make a photocopy of that information and they can have a file on hand at their home. Make sure that they have something to write with and you have to write with and bring your top five wishes. You know, just you don't have to go through the whole thing. It doesn't have to be a long two hour conversation. It might be. I mean, depending on where you're at, maybe, maybe they're ready. Maybe it's the time to have that two hour conversation. It's always better to have something to drink while you're doing it. It's always better to have something to eat. That way it it keeps it a little bit lighter and get through that information t- together. Hopefully this has all helped you with the, with you and your getting together your final wishes. At every podcast, we always take a moment to remember all the families that have experienced a loss in their life and light a virtual candle in their memory. So we'll do that now. This has been The Last Track. My name again is Brian Norris, and you can find out more about Bateman Funeral Home at our website at BatemanPacificView.com, or you can visit us on Facebook. If you have any feedback or any questions about today's episode, give us a call at 541-265-2751. You can leave us a note on Facebook, or you can email us at info at BatemanPacificView.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please make sure that you listen to the other two podcasts in this trilogy, What to Bring to a Prenate Appointment and How Do I Know That My Money is Safe. And then coming up is Where Can You Hold a Funeral?